This week on Inside Motorsport, we hear from Stefan Rettel, the organiser and promoter of the Blank Pain GT3 series. I hope you'll stay with us. Welcome back to Australia. How do you enjoy this 12-hour event? I love it. I was here last year and it's a real pleasure to be back. It's definitely one of uh, the most iconic long-distance GT race and uh, I'm very pleased that we have it as part of our Intercontinental GT Challenge. It's very good. The Blank Pain series, which you've built up now, how did you get the first inkling that GT racing was on the cusp of moving to such a professional series? You know, it's been a 25-year-old, 25-year uh, road, you know, and uh, GT racing has been very professional before, you know, we've had a stage in the late 90s uh, where you had the factory Mercedes against McLaren, BMW against Porsche in GT1, was very professional. And we have the, had the GT1 World Championship, which was very professional. And now it's, it's more the professionalization of GT3, which is impressive, because GT3 was created initially as a gentleman driver sport. And uh, it attracted progressively the interest of the manufacturer, first to build cars and then to give support to these cars. So yes, it's a, it's a very uh, steady but solid evolution. You identified that opportunity, though, to really build on it. You know, it, it, it moved on so progressively that you don't really catch opportunity. You, 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 you let it happen, you know, you create a category and it was a success right out of the box, but it was only based out of private tuners in engineering companies independent of the manufacturer because the manufacturer didn't want it to hear about it. And I always say the manufacturer, you usually come uh, to the rescue of success. <laughs> so when, when these private engineering companies started to sell over 100 cars, the manufacturers say, wow, these guys are making money on our product and we should better do it ourselves. So that's how they got progressively involved until they completely took over the, the market of producing the cars. And then in order to sell cars, you need to you need, you need to prove their performance. So they started getting a bit involved, getting behind teams. And now the danger is to avoid the move from supported factory racing, which is okay, into direct factory involvement, which is more difficult. And I guess that is a risk, a bigger risk to your organization, because a manufacturer that's directly supporting and directly racing, if they walk away, that takes a lot of the customers with them. No, that, I think as long as we keep the, the, the balance of, you have two kind of, in motorsport you really have three divisions. You have the customer sport, where a customer buys everything, pays for everything. Then you have supported sport, where it's still independent teams, still customers. They have to find sponsors, find some spinning driver, but then the manufacturers support them, which is one thing. And then you have full-on factory program where a manufacturer build two cars, four cars to go racing and beat the competition. 
The only example of that that we have in GT3 is, was with Cadillac in America and we're looking with interest at what the likes of Lexus or Acura could do to the market. That, that what we need to avoid because GT3 will continue to grow as long as it remains customer sport and customer supported sport. But if it starts introducing direct factor involvement, uh, what we went through in the late 90s, and that absolutely killed the competition. How are you able then to just make sure that what you're doing with Blank Pain, what you're doing with the Intercontinental Series, continues to support these, uh, these independent teams and these independents with factory support? That, I mean, the structure of, of the, trying to structure the Intercontinental GT Challenge is to take some of the pressure away from the Continental Series. Because beside the Blancpain GT Series, we also have an involvement in the Pirelli World Challenge in America. We now have the Blancpain GT Series Asia. So we have three Continental Series in addition to a number of national series. And in a perfect world, the manufacturer supported, stronger supported involvement should be on the big races. Bathurst, Spa, tomorrow this race in California, we got to do two lift or in America, Daytona, Sebring, IMSA, and take some of the pressure away to our continental series, which need to be lightly supported, not heavily supported. Have you been impressed coming down to Australia and seeing the level of our domestic drivers and how readily they are to adapt to the uh, to the GT3? Oh, I, we, we knew about it. I mean, Australia with, with V8 as one of the as one of the biggest, strongest, most popular championship in the world. So you know, we we knew. I knew that they were excellent drivers, homegrown drivers, thanks to the, to the outstanding success of V8 supercars. So that not re doesn't really come as a surprise. Are there drivers that you've seen racing in Australia that you think, gee, it'd be great if we could get them into the Blanc Paint series? And, and we, had, we had Shane winning the Blanc Endurance Cup last year, so we know we know how good he is. I think he was one of the most brilliant drivers we had last year, so we perfectly know that. But which other Australian drivers would you love to I see? Don't, I, I don't know, know them all, but I mean, they're, they're excellent that we could have, uh, you know, they're all welcome if they want to come and race internationally, whenever. But I think they get better paid in Australia than in GT3 racing. What about GT4? How important is having that stepping stone and that entry level? Oh, GT4 is, is very important for us because First of all, it feels national championships that we do. And even in Europe, we're developing progressively a number of regional championships. And uh, it gives um, a first step into the world of, of GT racing, which I think is very important. And the people that have the talent or the, the, the budgets to, to move and can move on to GT3. So it's a it's a very important category and it looks like it's developing very, very strongly. And can you give me your thoughts on how you've seen the improvement in the Bathurst race, in the way it's being structured and run? I mean, it's certain that with V8 Supercar being, as an organiser, being involved, definitely steps up the organisation level, the TV production level, uh, but it's good. You know, it's, uh, we, we, we get along very well and uh, I hope the relationship with them will develop. 
and obviously by building up the Intercontinental Series it also gives you that other platform as you, as you spoke about before. Would you consider it to go to four or five races? Uh, we had three races last year, we'll have four this year and we are uh, aiming at having a last one in, uh, in Africa, in South Africa. We'd like to revive the Cayenne in nine hours. So at the end, we would have one race on each continent that was the intercontinental. Gives you a good excuse to visit all these places as well. You know, I've been, I've been visiting places for, 25, for the last 25 years and I'm spending more time sometimes on the plane than on the ground, in plane than on the ground. So, you know, I don't really seek to visit new places. I do my job and, uh, and I try to develop a category which I absolutely love. And obviously, people are loving what you're doing. I hope so. I hope so because uh, I really put a lot into it and, uh, and I love what I do. So, you know, it's, uh, you never work when you love what you do. Well, I hope you have uh, some time to check out the rest of Australia whilst you're here or other parts of Australia whilst you're here and have a safe trip back for what is going to be a huge year of uh, races under your control. Unfortunately, I take off tomorrow morning 6 a.m. So once again, I wouldn't have seen so much. Uh, but uh, I'm sure I will come back here and maybe not next year, but in a couple of years, I'll try to take a week and spend time here. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.